Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the episode this week. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about social media. You know, social media is part of our lives. We all have our favorites, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or X as it's known now, uh, LinkedIn. We all have our favorites that we look at and we use uh, for enjoyment, for sharing with family and friends what we're doing, for just sometimes just that decompression, uh, comedy, music, all of those things. And, And it can be something that is a way we can stay connected with our family and friends and see what's going on and just laugh and have some time just to be amused. But something that I have been noticing lately uh, as I'm scrolling through, and again, you know, there are the analytics that go to everything as far as what you see when you're on social media. And because of the profession that I'm in, and also because of the business that I'm in, I try to follow lots of teacher sites and educator sites on the different social media platforms. And some of them make me laugh hysterically. Some of them hit home a little bit, right? And we just kind of chuckle to ourselves, oh, been there. Oh, I've experienced that. And, you know, we all have our favorites. Uh, There are plenty of people out there right now that are really hot in education. And there are some newcomers that I've noticed uh, to platforms that I think I just for me and for the way that I choose to consume my social media, I have some concerns about. Because while some of them are really funny, and like I said, we can connect with and we can see the humor in, some I feel are taking it down a more negative, toxic uh, path, where they really are uh, presenting things in a very negative way, in a very uh, way that I don't feel is productive for those of us in the profession. Uh, Some of them are things that are concerns, right? There are concerns about how much educators make across the country. Um, There are concerns about COVID uh, and the impact that's had on um, our students, our families, our teachers. Some of these are, are very serious topics that do require some conversation around and some discourse around. But unfortunately, a trend that's happening in our society right now is instead of having productive conversations uh, where we bring across some points and we look at both sides of a situation, what's happening more lately is this negative, well, it's this group's fault or it's that group's fault. Um, And there's no solutions that are being offered, only what I would call toxicity. Negativity 
that brings us down, that really doesn't give us any hope for how things can change. And I've been noticing this more and more, and again, probably comes back to my analytics and what Facebook or Instagram thinks I want to see, but it is concerning to me, especially because some of these people are turning against co-educators. They are turning against um, administrators. They are turning against certain populations of teachers. Uh, I saw one the other day that, that called out specifically a group of teachers that, that they were blaming for uh, different things that were happening in schools. And it really hurt my heart. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. And you, and you know, if you have listened to me for a while, you know my story. I have done everything from being an administrative um, an, uh, instructional assistant to many, many years as a classroom teacher to being a, a, a teacher on special assignment as a specialist at a district level uh, to an elementary principal and now as um, a district director. And I will tell you in every group of educators that I've worked with, there has not been a group that is focused on anything other but anything other than supporting teachers and supporting students. Uh, and I think when we start seeing this happen in our industry, we need to pause and we need to ask ourselves a couple questions. Uh, first of all, what do I believe about the people that I work with? Now, I'm not saying everybody is uh, is fantastic in their job. And, and, you know, I would be silly to say that there are no problems in any group of educators. Because, in fact, we know that, you know, nobody is perfect, right? In any industry you look in, there are going to be people that are not necessarily the best for that industry. But I would say and I would argue that that is a really small number of people in any industry, and when we start pointing fingers at each other um, as the source of what we perceive as a problem, uh, that doesn't help us. It doesn't give us hope. It doesn't help us have the ability to feel like we have some control over the things that we do have control over. And I've talked about that before, right? It is in the way that we look at things. It's what we want to believe about things. It is what we choose to feel we have control over and what we choose to feel we don't have control over. And so I just wanted to put out there to be aware of the social media that you are consuming, to be aware of what pops up. And when you run into these more negative posts and find yourself agreeing right away, and just check and see how that makes you feel. Because there are some things that while we can say, yes, this is, an, this is a problem in our industry, we can also say we could figure out a way to become a solution rather than to continue to perpetuate that this is a huge problem that somebody else's fault, that somebody else should fix. Uh, and I also truly believe that those of us that remain in this profession do so because we love what we do and we believe in what we do. 
uh, I saw a post the other day, something to the effect of, well, there's no teacher shortage. There's thousands of teachers out there. They're just tired of not being paid. And it's like, okay, that's fair. It could, there have been a lot of people that left the teaching profession and for a myriad of reasons, some of which might be pay. But there are hundreds of thousands of us that have remained in the profession that we believe in what we're doing, uh, that whether or not we feel we should be paid more, uh, we feel we should have of certain things available to us that might not be available to us right now. We have ways that we can work through that in a productive way versus that um, just very confrontational um, us against them type of mindset, which really, really does not get us anywhere. It doesn't help us move forward. It doesn't help us to work together. Uh, to to have the outcomes that we want to have, right? And when we come to the table and we say, hey, this is a problem that we need to think about, whether that's speaking with legislators, whether that's speaking um, at district office, school boards, administrators, teacher teams, uh, classified staff teams, all of us have different lenses that we look through. We have different pieces of the puzzle. And I just want us all to be aware that we don't always all have all the pieces of the puzzle that complete the picture. And I think that with social media being what it is right now, uh, a lot of us take uh, the things that we see on social media as 100% truths. And I also see a group of people that are trying on social media to become a presence in a non-productive and negative way. And I just want us to be aware of that. And again, you know, when you think about living joyfully and you think about what it is you want, you know, there's nothing wrong with being an advocate um, for change in our profession. I mean, there has been a lot of change. I remember, I when I was starting elementary school, female teachers were not allowed to wear pants to school, right? They all wore dresses where um, I taught and where I taught, where I went to school. Wasn't teaching in the early 70s, was in school in the early 70s. But nevertheless, I mean, things have changed. You know, we have seen some change in education, albeit slow, uh, maybe not perfect, uh, maybe not where we'd all like to see it, but we are making some changes and some growth that uh, are making an impact on our students and helping our students. Is it perfect? No. But is it helpful for us to point out all the flaws without any solutions and to just point fingers and to just um, say that, well, it's everybody else's fault and that's why we're all leaving? And I don't believe that's true. I work with amazing educators who are dedicated to what they're doing and want to see what's best and do what's best for their students um, and for the families that they serve. So I just wanted to put that out there as uh, just 
a, a thought to be aware. And I'm not talking about toxic, toxic positivity either. And I've said that before. We know that life is not all rainbows and butterflies. There is going to be um, the, the good with the bad. There is going to be the helpful with the uh, not so helpful. But what I also truly believe is when we wallow in the negativity and the judgment, and all we can see is the negativity and the judgment, that's where we lose hope. And that's where a lot of people find themselves, you know, really um, not being happy in their professions, whether that's education or any other profession. If you wallow too much in the negativity and the toxicity, it's really hard to be joyful and come to work every day. And that's a choice we get to make. And I think that is the crux of what I work with my clients on is just that mindset that we get to choose how we approach this. We get to choose what we think about things. We get to choose what we make things mean. And what we really are looking for is true positivity, right? The positivity that there is hope. There are ways that we can move forward, that there are ways that we can come to solutions together. It doesn't have to be this animosity between groups of people or this judgment and um, accusatory stance towards groups of people. Everybody, I truly believe in my heart of hearts, everybody is trying to do the very best they can. And that is a lens that I look through. Whether I agree with those people or not, I know they're coming from a particular mindset and they're doing the very best they can in the moment. So I just wanted to put that out there. I know this is kind of short and sweet today, uh, but it, I don't think I need to drag it out any longer other than to just say, be aware of what you consume in your social media. Uh, and there are plenty of amazing educators out there posting really amazing things about our profession and about how much they love what they're doing and the students that they're serving and the families that they're serving. And that's what I like to post, uh, focus my social media on as well. Uh, and so I encourage you to be aware of what you're consuming in social media and know that that's one person's perspective and one person's um, lens that they're looking through. And don't take it as the only way it has to be. All right. All right. Have an amazing week, everyone. Please, if you're interested, check out my website at www.thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Go ahead and follow this podcast. Leave me a review. I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, and I'm so glad that you're choosing to try to live your life joyfully. Take care, everyone. Bye.